0: Joining us in the studio, Dean Bulldog Richie. Good morning. How are you, doggy? Good. How, how's your colleague at the um, Daily Telegraph after oh,
1: the skirmish? A little
2: skirmish. S- get, it, get it, over with. He, he rang me. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Journos sticking together. Surprise, me. surprise. <laughs> 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 he said, "Geez, I gave it a club." <laughs> oh, said, "I've never <laughs> seen him retreat with the face." Curtly Ambrose. Yeah. He yeah. said he almost yeah. bought out his Australian helmet. Uh, duck and weave. <laughs> If you're a a boxing judge and they go normally 10-7 if it's a flogging, 10-8, 10, 8, 10 what would you have given the bout?
3: He, I knocked him out in the first round. Yeah. I knocked him out as soon as I said, how many 10, had, 7. How many origins have you played? <laughs> no, we've played exactly the same amount of origins. <laughs> uh, I love Buzz. I'll give him a cuddle on Monday. Don't uh, worry about that. I've got a funny feeling, water off a duck's back to Buzz. Water off a just, duck's uh, back to mine. He'll
2: trudge on in life. Yeah.
3: <laughs> how many blues do you he's had I don't think his... he was oh. thinking too much about <laughs> it Monday <laughs> afternoon.
2: Throughout his 40-year journey as a... Writer for the tournament. thousands. Yeah. Oh. he's had more blues than anyone I know, <laughs> other than Hadley. Well, Hadley's up there. Yeah. Oh, Hadley's up there. Yeah. Hadley'd fight with himself in a room on his own. Didn't they
4: have a blue Hadley and Buzz? It was the famous one yeah. in the state of origin. Who Who, who, Buzz won that?
2: who would you money? Well, Buzz came home allegedly intoxicated, right. and kept banging on Hadley's door. <laughs> Hadley was in his undies. He <laughs> couldn't sleep, so Hadley eventually opens the door and just goes, Whooshka! On the big right? <laughs> Smacked him. And, and got him. <laughs> oh.
4: yeah. Buzz would be an easy target, though. Yeah, he wouldn't be able to fight. <laughs> no, no, Buzz. I'd beat Buzz. <laughs> no. and there's not oh, many I'd not beat. Stretch. I'd beat Buzz. Yeah, you probably would, actually. You probably would. Oh, Buzzy boy, though. He's the been Off air, break, we were just talking about yeah. a very
2: funny story. What's that? You know, you are no, no, in charge. No, no, you. i no, just for talk it. about Prince Charles oh, or now Prince, King Charles, yeah, King, the
3: King. He come to and my there house. there he was yeah, at I your know. house, but it was. I don't, I don't remember it to be what, honest. What happened? A mate of mine sent me a photo, um, a couple of days ago yeah. with. Uh, I, I I bought a house uh, and lived in Breakfast Point in Concord. Oh, I don't know how long ago, um, and I d- I don't remember this until I saw the photo the other day. The King, well, Prince Charles, at the time come to Breakfast Point. He's never been lost or well, I don't, he was I, opening Breakfast Point. I'm, I'm assuming <laughs> if he's coming to Breakfast Point, if he's coming to Concord, he has got lost. But then when you when I look at the photos, there's mate, there's entourage everywhere. So I wonder if he did come to open Did you see the photo? The,
4: yeah. It's right out the front of Clark's head. It's <laughs> right literally like, right
3: the, the photos It's on the balcony. The photos are taken from the balcony <laughs> of my house and he's like parked right there. But yeah, so the king come round for coffee. <laughs> um, yeah, and I didn't uh, I I didn't remember it. But there was no but one sort of around. No, and, mate, sh- and there wasn't when I first bought there, there was I don't know, maybe mm. six houses. There wasn't many
2: houses there at all. Imagine if you so, came home after a yeah. big night out and you woke up with a hangover <laughs> the, I dreamt I met King, the king, king out Charles the last, the king's last night. Must have had a big night on the bourbons.
3: Yeah, <laughs> anyway. Um, I know what he was doing. He around was there.
0: probably looking for the Concord Hotel.
3: Maybe. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Maybe who knows? But he was there. Oh, he photo was evidence there. wasn't. Exactly it right. wasn't, wasn't the hangover. There's, there's photo <laughs> evidence. So anyway, good luck to him. He kid. was a
2: league fan. Who do you think he'd follow? Who would Charles nah, go he's, for? He's, he's, Roosters he's
3: Magpie? He started as a Magpie. Now he's West Tiger. Charles? Um, go for the West Tigers. What do you mean? Why would he go for them? No, he'd be a Raider. A Raider? No, he got no green in him at all. Yeah. No, nah, West Tiger. No, mate, he's at Concord. He's round the corner, mate. He's a Concord. Right. He's okay. there. That's maybe. That's exactly why he come out with. Maybe he's
2: looking to go to the Tigers game. There you <laughs> go. Like Leichhardt <laughs> Like that. wonder of the world. Yes. He heard about it. <laughs> there
0: you go. Bit of
2: fallout from the game on Sunday, but Bulldog. I love the game. I thought it was an absolute belter. I'm old school, and I loved Hang every. But Buzz is old, Buzz of it. old school
3: as well, and he disagrees with you.
2: Yeah, no, I I, I thought, and I'm with him in regards to. I thought Klein set an early standard and then I think he had no option but to maintain that standard throughout the game. And I think the players got overzealous and I think South pulled it back and I don't think the Roosters pulled mm. it back. I think that's where they lost the game. We spoke about it In early- my opinion.
3: Yeah, we spoke about it earlier today. What does Ashley Klein do this weekend? Because the in regards to his bosses, they've come out and supported him. So... If that's the precedent, what what do we see? What do we see this weekend? Do we well, see that players, players don't
2: whack blokes around the head?
3: But if a player does get clipped at all, anywhere near their head, are we going to see them lay down and wait for the bunker to review it? And if they do, are we going to see
2: send offs again? Well, I hope not. I hope they don't clip anyone around the chops as they did. This is not new. We've been seeing this all year. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on.
4: Seven send offs. You said send-offs. you liked the
2: game.
4: I did like the game. You like the game, but now you're saying don't. Hit him around the head. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like around the head. I, I'm saying that's part so of the, the rough hitting, and how many tumble. How hit around the head? And, and, and In the game, Laurie? And Burgess, they all deserve to be sin-binned. I've I, got, got no doubt about that, all right? But did you think Totola being sent to the sin-bin for patting him on the head and Radley at the start of the game was the right thing to do? Those two in particular, probably harsh. Probably harsh.
2: But this is... So we've been argument, seeing this all
4: year. But our Well, no, we haven't. We haven't seen seven people sent to the Simbi. I'm, I'm saying ne- I've for, never but seen for the
2: indiscretions that they got binned for, we
4: have seen this all year. Well, why didn't he send George Burgess to the bin? The first time? Tom? Yeah. Tom. Tom. Why, why didn't he send him? He should have sent him off. So
2: you're suggesting that Klein overreacted
4: badly? I, I thought... Well, you said he set the standard, and he did set the standard. Yeah. I'm saying he didn't understand the flow of the game to start with. Possibly. For experienced possibly. referee, I think that was not good. Because think... because for me, what Radley did didn't deserve to be sent to the sin bin after four minutes. It would have been, hey, come here, I saw what you did, yeah. any more of that, and you are possibly sitting on the sideline. But then once he sent him to the sin bin, where does he go after that? He
2: goes where he went. Well, that's so, exactly but right. so
3: what does he do this weekend? Because he's been yeah. applauded, so does he do well, the he'll same this Well, he will have to do the weekend? same job
2: again. Andrew oh. Abdo, I spoke to Andrew on Monday, and it was in the Daily Telegraph saying that uh, he did a good job in the eyes of the NRL, and we will not quote unquote we will not lower our standards dependent on the occasion.
3: But why did we lower our? Why did they lower their standards for the Origin then? Why? Why was it different in the Origin? That's the part that's that, that it was hard that, for me. me. It was like the crackdown. Yes, magic round. Yes, so I they agree. told
4: that. Anything around the head, you are going to be sent. And they just went over the top, and then everyone blew up, and then they pulled it back. He's not going to referee the same way this weekend. Probably won't. No, he won't. You know that. I I
2: actually (laughs) thought the (laughs) Simpins for all
4: the publicity. He won't. You reckon he's going to send seven this weekend? No, No I hope he won't won't need
2: to because hopefully there won't be any high shots flying around. Yeah,
4: but what we're saying is, Bulldog, there there mightn't be, but there'll be be clips. Of course. What's he going to do with the clips? Around the head. Stay tuned. Is he going to give penalties away? And is he going to send... Oh, that's that's the tuned. confusion that everyone will get this weekend.
2: I, as much as the Sin Bins have been um, denigrated, I actually thought it added to the occasion in a strange way. The crowd, I've never seen a crowd like that for years. No. They were invested in that game like... I reckon it'll be 15, 20 years since I've seen a crowd like that. And I'm not condoning the Sin binning. I'm just saying... It just added to the drama. It added to the occasion. And you know what, Bulldog? I think
4: most people agree that if you
2: whack a bloke,
4: definitely around the head, well, you are in the sin bin. But for indiscretions where you're going, oh, really?
2: Well, of the seven, how many should have gone? Max four. Well,
3: three. I reckon three, max four.
2: It was ironic that Burgess was charged for the Tedesco hit, which was play on on the field. Yeah but he was only fined for the hit on Lodge. Uh, sorry, but he was suspended for the hit on Lodge where he got sent yeah. so. Well,
4: if, if you sent him
2: for Burgess...
3: How are you not Burgess, sending him for Tedesco, <laughs> though? You,
4: you, you, you don't, he doesn't give away that penalty mm. on Lodge. Mm. You know, he doesn't go then. It's just... I, I don't know. I, I just thought, again, it's a tough job. I get, I get that. But the bunker is becoming too heavily involved and it puts pressure on the referee mm, to I've make a decision. I hate the
2: bunker. I and hate it. Get it out of our lives. Well, it's Blow not it up. Out of our lives now. I know it's not. No. But I've said all year they have too much influence, they have too much power, they have too much say and I think it should go back to tries only and then from there get out of our lives. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Go for a pup.
3: Uh, what's the story or the latest with Manly involving Des and Tommy T.
2: It's a good old-fashioned Mexican standoff at the moment, Clarkie. The Des Hasler camp is waiting for Manly to make the next move, as in will they offer him a contract for 24? If they don't, Des is considering walking away effective immediately. The theory being, what's the point of having one year if you're not going to extend me? How can I give you a succession plan if I've only got one year? He wants to coach. He loves his team. dares has known for his devotion to his players. Uh, so there's every chance he may stay. But certainly, at this point, I can tell you categorically, he is looking at walking away if the extension isn't there. And what will and Tommy the play- do? Well, Tommy won't go anywhere. I don't think there'll be any suggestion that he's going to walk away. He's on a big contract down there until the end of 26, I think it is. Oof. But if you start upsetting the players of his ilk, it can't end well. It can't end well. How do you see it playing out then? I don't know, Laurie. I've tried to get a gauge. Scott Penn's gone back to New York. So he sort of removed himself, so to speak, from the coalface. Um, I think they should get the extension for one year. That gives him two years. And then from there, he can work on a yeah, succession plan. I, I think most people would see that.
4: But it looks as though Manly um, are looking for something more concrete and they want to see a plan. And if they don't see a plan, well, there's no offer of an extension. Well, if you so speak why, to people... Why, why does Des... Has, has Des got a uh, succession
2: plan? Anymore? Well, if you speak to people who know Des, they will tell you that he says, how can I have a succession plan when I've only got one year? How can I do it? And who wants to be an assistant coach at Manly, given the turmoil that's engulfed the club? Who would want to go there at the moment? So he says, it's very hard for me to come forward and say, here's my plan. When, at the moment, why would you want to go within 25 Ks of Brookvale? Well, uh, I'll tell you one
4: good reason why you go into that club. Tom Truboevich. Yes. He'll be fit and ready to start the season next year. So it's not a bad place to go if you've got Tom on the field.
2: Wind and Manly, if, if they don't want Des yeah, you know, do they announce a new coach now for 24? Do they give him a season? Do they announce it halfway through next year? Does that unsettle next year? Is next year going to be a waste of time in terms of Des has got one year, the players know the coach won't be there and the new coach can't get his head in the door of Brookvale? When do you announce a new coach if, in fact, that's the avenue they're taking? Do they want Des to walk without paying him out or do,
4: or is Des seriously thinking, if I don't get an extension, I'm out? You know what Des is like with money. Right. Yeah, but if Des doesn't get an extension, does he stay? I,
2: I, I don't know. I've spoken to people in and around Des, and I think he's torn. I think he's genuinely torn. A part of him wants to say, you know what, you can jam your job. I'm out. Give me six months, and I'll walk now. And that would leave the club in turmoil through the off season because it looks like both assistant coaches are leaving as well. So the players oh. could genuinely walk back to no coaching at all. Man, what a mess. Yeah, a this a is a but, mess. But
4: you'd want Des to be there in charge because I think that you know, Manly will still have a good year next year. You know, and I know we're talking about Tom, but you just see the influence that he has on the football team. Look at what Latrell's done with South Sydney since he's been back. Um, you know, all the great players have a massive influence on a team, and Tom is as good as anyone when it comes to... The influence that he has over me. You just look at the record yeah. when he plays, and the record. Who when do he they want to play.
3: coach though, Laws? If they're going to get this who's their plan B?
4: Sort of get my head around. I, 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 is I there keep someone? hearing sort of two stories about Des with the succession plan, but then you hear that the club want to wheel back the power and they want to be in control of the organisation, and it seems as though they want Des, right. Des to walk without them being the bad guy. So I, I, I don't actually
2: know what's going on. You just hear different stories. There's a couple of names being floated. Clarky Jason Riles, Josh Hannay, Shane Flanagan, the same sort of core of potential coaches that we're here for a, a lot of but jobs. Is,
3: is, Des, is Des at a stage now where he, his career's over? Like, is he done in – even if he gets an extension, is, is he done? He's, he's not that old, Des.
2: A lot of people are saying, why are we even discussing this? He's one of the elite coaches in the competition. Mm. He got them to top four last year. And there's three key issues this year, which – Led to Manly falling away with Trebojevic's injury, not Des's fault. 13 players crooked by the end of the year, mm. not Des's fault. Pride jersey, not Des's fault. So I don't know how you can suddenly say that Des is now to blame, in adverted commas, for those three ingredients which led to Manly's spectacular fall. And they were in finals contention, Clarkie, hmm. with seven rounds to go. Yeah, I, I it's don't... not like they've been down the bottom for sustained failure for four or five years now. If
3: Des now. walks away, is he going to another club or is he is he finished for coaching?
2: Oh, Des loves coaching.
3: So, but that's what, if, if, there's, if, you, if, you're, if you're planning for the future succession plan, it's because his time's up. But it doesn't sound to me like his time is up. No. <laughs> so what are they, why are they so concerned about that?
4: I, I don't know. If, I, if I'm Des and it, it's playing on your mind, aren't you doing the oh, "Well, I've had enough of this. I'm, I'm out." Would you walk? Well, if I haven't got the support, yeah, yeah, Des will get picked
2: up by another club. Yeah. Be he doesn't jobs. have the support of the ownership. as a head no, coach. Laws,
3: will, will he get it? Will he get picked yeah, up yeah, as a head yeah, coach? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I then I, under- I don't understand. There's an opportunity what this for
4: Des is. to go to a number of clubs next year. They'll be looking for coaches and it'll probably do. Des the world a good get out of that environment again, just. Rest up, come back fresh, ready to go again. Sort of though this is Dez's last opportunity. I don't think it.
2: Mm. That's and that's
4: and, and, if, and if you're in that situation, I would think that why do you need this toing and froing and all the drama that's going on? Just cut the cord and...
2: I know you've got to be a clinical, Laurie, and you've got to be ruthless. It's a business. But I can't help but think if there's a softer side to me and you, perhaps, mm. that this has been handled poorly for a, a club legend, I think... The way that they're treating him right now is a total lack of respect. Hmm. And I think for what that bloke has done at Manly, on and off the field, I think he deserves a lot Hmm. better. Well, you'd say that about Jeff Toovey too. Yep.
4: You know, you'd say that about a lot of people at different clubs. 100%. But that's... There are ways of doing it. Yeah, there is. And I totally support that and agree with that. But reality is it doesn't happen anymore. It just... It it went away a long, long time ago. But if, if you're Des... You know, well, I, I would think Desi get picked
3: up by another club. So why put yourself through it? Yeah. Anyway, uh, what about Latrell Mitchell, your new favourite, Bulldog?
2: Yeah. Best in I'm the game. I'm thinking. Better than Lewis. Well, I'm thinking this, Clarky. <laughs> is he the best? I ask myself, is he the best player in the game? Or well, the biggest personality? Hang on. Is he, is he the best ever? No. <laughs> you sure? I'll, I'll wait for that one. I'm thinking, is he the best player in the game? I asked myself the other day, and I said to myself, you know what? I think he is. Better than Nathan Cleary. I know, Laurie, you'll disagree here. Or am I getting clouded in that he's become such a rock star? I think he's a
4: big personality. I think he's the biggest personality in the game. How's he not played? But James Tedesco (laughs) or a uh, Nathan Cleary, um, in my opinion... Are the best two players. Well, he doesn't play.
3: If you go, if you go to the next two levels, if you go Origin and Australia, he's not even going to play in his number one choice position. Tedesco plays fullback in front of him, and I'd imagine again, as Bulldog, as uh, Buzz told me, I'm no expert in rugby league laws. You are. I'd imagine Tedes- uh, Tommy T would play fullback in front of him as well. Hmm. I think yeah.
2: Luttrell can do things on a footy field, and Laurie, you're better positioned to answer this than I am. He can do things on a footy field that other players just can't. Most do. definitely, yeah. He is like a Brett Kenny to me when I grew up, a, just a gifted player. Cricketers are the same, Clarky. Mm. Some work hard on their technique, others are just born with the technique. Yeah, Mark War, Mark War, Mark War, classic
3: example. Had something that you're others born with. didn't. Yeah, you just don't have it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Freakish yeah, I, I, skill, mate. I, I got no drama with with. But that doesn't. That's not what makes Montreal. you the best, though, is it? No, not at all. I'm just saying though, yeah. he can do things on the field that I don't think. Any other player in the game can do.
3: If you had to pick one out of Tedesco, if you're picking your team, New South Wales team, and you can only pick one of them, who are you picking?
2: At fullback? Yeah. Oh, I'd go Luttrell. You wouldn't pick Tedesco? Well, you put me on the spot there. I've just said Latrell's up there with the best. I have got to stick with it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to roll with it. I'd, we'll... I'd, I'd put Latrell on the centers.
0: Okay, so the Souths are the slightest of favourites Saturday night. A dollar eighty against the Sharks. Two dollars at Allianz. Friday night, Parramatta. A dollar fifty. Canberra. Two dollars sixty. Who are you tipping, uh, Bulldog? Gee, I tell you what, the Heat's on Parramatta, aren't it, isn't it this weekend?
2: Yeah, it's certainly, uh, it's it certainly. It certainly is, uh, Mido. I want to ask you this before I go, Laurie. Brad Arthur, the criticism yep. and the scrutiny. Is Brad Arthur? Under the microscope because of results? Or do you think he is being scrutinised under the weight of history? Expectation. Paramount haven't won for so long.
4: Expectation and the fact that they've got to the finals on most occasions with Brad there, but they just haven't taken that next step.
2: But that's because of the 36
4: years. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, possibly. But also the fact that he's got there and just hasn't taken them to a grand final. I think if he's taken them to a grand final... I don't think we have this discussion. I think that most people would accept that Brad's done a remarkable job at Parramatta, and I think he's a wonderful coach. I, I really do. I think he's done an exceptional job taking over there at Parramatta when he did, and he's built that club and that roster to where they are now challenging for a title. I understand where all the talk comes from about taking them to the next level, but I'm, I, I want my team to win, but I also want them to be around the money every year to challenge for a competition. And as we've said on this program before, you've got to be careful what you wish for, because you might get someone that's not as good as what you already Mm. got. And he looks as though he continually gets the best out in this group, but the blowtorch always is applied. It's like as a player in big games, you get judged on your big game performances and whether we like it or not, Brad will be judged again this year on whether he can get them
2: to, the prelim final or a grand final? In regards to Tip Meadow, gee, that Para-Canberra game's hard. Canberra's got a lot of momentum. I'll go, I'll go the Raiders. Plus, I don't want to get a call from Ricky in about three minutes' time <laughs> going, ah, oh, you don't think we can
4: win, eh? We can't win. Well, we can't win. No, doesn't we reckon
2: can't they can win. win. And I think South will beat the Sharks, I think the Sharks will be crestfallen from last weekend. And yeah, him and Ricky, like, should
0: listen to it. Well, he's assistant he, coach got together, really? He's, he's lost his assistant coach Bit of a phone call on Sunday mate Just talk the It's a brown we...
3: paper bag Under the under Everything under the will be against us Parramatta at coach. home Listen to him
0: Six day turnaround. Fifty, 50 yeah. yeah
3: six day turnaround. Yeah. turn 50-50
4: decisions yeah. Yeah. Don't go Crime the Raiders way When we play away from home yeah. Happy yeah. to get on the weekend Down there in Melbourne The
2: rest, rest, rest don't like us The rest don't
3: like us Yeah all that You know
2: what I reckon he's a bit scared of Ricky Oh, that's a given. Oh, that's a given.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Not as scared as Mal. <laughs> no. Uh, Mal
2: scares me. <laughs> Mal,
4: Mal scares you. Like when you go a little bit too far, you know you can push him oh. and then he'll he'll be sitting there and then he'll do he does, That's exactly what he does. <laughs> he, he goes, like he'll, the, the, the fish comes down on the table imagine and then that, you go, I'm you. out. <laughs> 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 everyone, everyone knows uh, to shut up.
2: Thank you, Dean. Thanks for having me.
0: Welcome back to the Big Sports Breakfast in the Champions League this morning. Uh, half a dozen, seven games, in fact. And Liverpool beat Ajax 2-1 at Anfield. by Munich 2-0 over Barcelona. Sporting Lisbon beat Tottenham 2-0 amongst the results there uh, this morning. Tonight, there is that Australia Cup semi-final to see who will play City United in the uh, final. And uh, Oakley Cannons are up against MacArthur FC, Dwight New York's team trying to make the final there of the Australia Cup, or could we have an all-NPL Australia Cup final? But uh, naturally, MacArthur are hot favourites uh, to win that match. Now, we've got uh, Jake Gordon coming up shortly, Wallaby scrum half, and their uh, Bleeders' opener is tomorrow, up against the All Blacks, of course, and eight changes, Dave, and he's made to the starting 15. Bernard Foley is back in Wallaby Gold for the first time since the 2019 World Cup. He'll play at 10 with Noah Lolicio, out due to concussion, uh, Andrew Killaway is back in the fullback jersey. And Gordon himself over, got the job over Nick White at scrum half. The All Blacks have Richie Mwanga named it fly half and Bowden Barrett to come off the bench. So we'll preview that all soon. Tomorrow as well, we've got the boxing tomorrow night. Paul Gallant up against Justin Hodges and Ben Hennant in the one night. And uh, fireworks, as you'd expect, at the uh, media conference ahead of the bouts yesterday in Brisbane. Uh, they'd all got personal about each other's footy careers. Worst ever New South Wales captain, Gallon, was labelled by Hodges. Uh, they got in a scuffle on the well, up on the stage or on the podium there. Uh, Hodjo ended up walking off. Uh, what was another job here? It's easy when you run off superstars, Gallon said to Hodges. Run at me now. And uh, yeah, it was all run
3: at me now. Was so funny, there wasn't much room for any sort of running at the top on the top tier where they were. But oh, those two, they're that that big and tough, Laws, aren't they? Like, oh, the fight's gonna be. Gal's ready, Gal is ready.
4: He Gal is a uh, guy, as I think I've said it before, that he just. He's got such a great constitution of hard work and toughness and nothing can break him down. And I'd be stunned if one of these two p- no, players, ex-players, yeah. came anywhere near Gal. I-, I just can't see it happening.
0: Just can't see it happening. it will be too good. Yeah, he might be winning. Uh, well, the Queenslanders won't be winning this fight. Gal easily in both, I reckon. I think um, so. Now, also, uh, Dave Warner spoke at a KO event at the SCG yesterday. Clark, he indicated he's up for it if Cricket Australia wants to talk to him about leadership roles, but he suggested Pat Cummins gets the first chance to be the white ball captain if he wants it. Uh, he also indicated, though, events before Cape Town, the Sandpaper Gate scandal, of course, and... Uh, events before that with the previous board in place there at Cricket Australia were a factor in his bed actually coming down after the event. He was Mm. essentially the face of the ugly pay dispute at the time. So Dave Warner uh, saying it was indicating it was much more uh, than just the sandpaper gate. That uh, is why the previous board had serious beef with him. And when the uh, Mm. scandal happened in South Africa, yeah, that, uh, I, I, that leadership ban was put on him for life. essentially. Yeah. Well,
3: I can't. I can't remember wh- who the board were, but remember he had the incident over in the Ashes series as well with um, Joe Root. With Joe Root, yeah. So I wonder if that all contributed to um, to Davey's decision, or the decision around Davey. But yeah, either way, look, it's going to be interesting. I said the other day, do they go with the one? one captain, one skipper across three forms, or are they happy to go um, with a test captain and a short-form captain? Listen to Paddy Cummins speak. I, I think Paddy's open to just being test captain, mm. to be honest. yeah, I think he sort of sees that through the one days and 20s, that's where he gets a bit of a rest. Uh, that's where it allows him to just go and play the game and not think too much on the field. So he might be open to that. And if that's the case, I think then the selectors have got to have a think about, are we looking to this current World Cup? And we go with a more senior leader um, or are we looking further than, you know, two years? And do we go with someone a fraction younger to build a, a one day outfit to have that success past the the next 50 over World Cup? That, that's going to be their major decision. And there's a number of players on, on both sides that mm. could, um, I think, s- certainly right now with the experience in this Australian team, they could they could pick a number of people.
0: Morning, Jake. Good morning, guys. How are you going? Yeah, really well. Thanks. Appreciate your time this morning. And coming off the defeat to South Africa, describe the intensity in this camp heading into the Bledisloe one.
1: Oh yeah, it always uh, picks up a little bit uh, when Bledisloe week comes around. But we had a pretty honest review of the, the South Africa games. Obviously, game one in Adelaide, we had a really good performance, and then unfortunately couldn't uh, couldn't back it up the week after. So uh, yeah, pretty heavy review, uh, but it's been a it's an exciting week and one that we, uh, we're very excited
3: for. Uh, Jake, we, we speak about the All Blacks all the time and they've been an amazing team, but at the moment they just don't seem to be at their best. They've they're been inconsistent. Is this a great opportunity for the Wallabies?
1: Uh, well, I think you're seeing that across the border, the rugby champ at the moment. I think every team's won and lost to each other, which makes the competition exciting. Uh, look, the All Blacks, we know what they're capable of doing like they did last time they played, the Argentinians, mm. so... Um, look, there's obviously stuff we think we can exploit in their game. Uh, we're hoping we can do that uh, Thursday night.
4: Jake, your best is good enough, but we've seen your best this season uh, occasionally. How come the Wallabies can't be consistent with their performance?
1: Yeah, I think that's something we're trying to figure out at the moment. Uh, you know, what we've noticed at the moment is that the first game of every series... Uh, we've won the game and then the following week haven't put on a performance so that has backed that up. So, I don't know. It's probably got something to do with our training consistency and, I guess, uh, preparing well every day and, I guess, that, them reflecting on the, on the field on the weekend. Uh, but, yeah, something we're trying to get better at. Uh, but I think that probably start from the training field.
0: Jake, what an opportunity for yourself in to start with the nine jersey for Nick White. What were the reasons Dave Rennie gave you for the call-up and what does he expect of you in particular?
1: Yeah, I, me and Dave didn't really have a chat. Uh, Nick's had a big year with a massive load. Um, so I think they might be giving him a little bit of a rest, but it's a great opportunity for myself and something I'm really excited for. I think I've probably just got to play my game early, uh, distribute well as a halfback, which is my main job, and then I can see some holes later in the halves, look to exploit that.
4: What about Bernard Foley being back in the fold? I mean, he's been away for a few years now. What does he offer this team this time around?
1: Yeah, it's great to have Nadi back. We uh, played some footy together about four or five years ago at the Waratahs. But he' pretty pretty well experienced guy. Been in Japan the last sort of three years. Um, got a great voice. Directs the team really well. Steady under pressure. So um, yeah, he obviously directionally really strong. Has a, has a good kicking game, running game. So uh, yeah, I'm excited for him tomorrow night. Just
0: on the All Blacks, I saw Dave already make some comments that uh, you expect New Zealand to potentially kick, kick more in this Test match. Is that is that sort of a different game plan you're expecting from them?
1: Uh, oh, look, I think in Test match rugby, there are a lot of kicks nowadays. Every team's kicking from different possessions, whether it's a box kick or off the 10 or, or out in the wider channels. Uh, but we are expecting that tomorrow night. they got some good kickers across the park, so... Uh, we need to be, I guess, on the ball and also watch for their attacking kicks, which they love to do quite a lot as well. Can I ask,
4: Jake, how much planning do you do for the back end of the game? Because when you look at this All Blacks team and you see a guy like Bowden Barrett coming on in the second period of the game, that that is alarm bells for, for any team. I mean, how do you sort of go from... Being in in the game to knowing when he's on the field and knowing that you've got to be, you know, anticipating anything at any particular stage of that game because he can do things that other players can't.
1: Oh yeah, it's a great guy to bring off the bench, isn't it? Um, but there's you know there's stuff that we sort of talk about throughout the week. The finishers get a lot of time on the field, uh, and game scenarios also get involved in that on the training paddock, and then from there. Uh, Dave speaks heavily about the guys not being spectators when they're watching the game. So taking down notes, little reminders of what they're doing so you're engaged to the player uh, for the whole 80 minutes. Uh,
0: It's going to be some occasion, Jake. The All Blacks Thursday night, so you've got no sort of footy opposition really anywhere uh, in Melbourne. Uh, How do you handle game day? How do you settle the nerves?
1: Uh, Yeah, I sort of try and keep it, you know, as normal as possible, I don't really like to change anything up because, you know, if I have a routine and it gets mucked around, my head goes everywhere. So, yeah, I just sort of have a coffee in the morning, uh, have a stretch and maybe have a nap. and then, I don't know, watch watch a show or something in the afternoon. And then by the time we, we had to warm up, the nerves have started to kick in. It's a good feeling and it's, uh Yeah.
0: No, right. oh, Well, mate, really looking forward to seeing uh, the Wallabies split as low. Always a great occasion and uh, should be just about a packed house there at Marvel tomorrow night as well. Thanks for your time. Good luck. Enjoy. Awesome. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Jake Gordon, Wallabies Scrum Half, and their $4 outsiders. The All Blacks dollar $1.25. Ten and a half is the line. Wallabies the plus. they just got to win this test match because Eden Park's next. next. Yeah. I don't know. I might be stupid. I'm not going to fall into them, though but I do give them <laughs> a chance. you tempted again. I love well, it. Well, I am
4: because the All Blacks haven't got the same aura. You look at the All Blacks, mm. and I know, you know, you've still got some high-profile players in that team, but they're just, I don't know, there's something about the All Blacks that's not right.
3: <laughs> yeah, they've lost a game. They've <laughs> lost a couple well, of games. Well,
4: they've lost a few games.
3: Yeah, they're still More the All so Blacks.
4: than any other period yep. in about 20-odd years. I want you to be right. Mm. I really want you to be right and wonder who the referee is. But I just can't sort of commit to the Wallabies. But he did make a good point, Jake. They start off well in every series. yeah. So if you're ever going to back the Wallabies against the All Blacks, it's in this game. Yeah. Because we've seen their
0: best this season, Mm. and it's good enough to win if the All Blacks aren't at their best. I like Kellaway back at fullback. I think that's his position. I think he could be a long-term fullback for Australia. I think he's a really good footballer. Yeah. I know that, you know, Jordan Matai is a favourite. I just don't know if that's his position. I don't know if he's reliable yeah. enough, laws. Well, the only thing that He Wall- makes a lot of mistakes. Out, yeah, are you yeah. okay
3: with no Quaid?
0: <laughs> Qu- Quade was injured a month ago. Sure, you're, we're, are we going to be okay without, well, without the same Well, last year but... we went all right with him. <laughs> yeah. No, Samu Karevi's made a big loss. Yeah. Big, big yeah. losses. Yeah. Well but my, my big worry, the Wallabies, a
4: year out from the World Cup, if he's... Quade Cooper, James O'Connor, Noah, Alessio, and now Bernard Foley. So It's a huge issue. They're unsure of who their number 10 is going to be. To
0: not have your 10 rock solid sorted at this point, like you say, in the cycle, the so-called cycle, is not good. No. That should have been done at least 12 months ago. It's been an issue for a while now. Not here the rest of the week, fellas. Got to go to Melbourne. Oh, hang on. Yeah. Thanks for telling us. got to what? Go to Melbourne. on? Well, ah. radio, you know, no, there's radio, this radio <laughs>
3: studios in Melbourne. Yeah, well, hang on. You <laughs> finished not... work at 8.30 yesterday. And well, did we're... he have an early day yesterday as well?
4: Yes. 8.30? <laughs> walked sleep off fish. the show. Walked off.
3: Yeah, there was a oh. walk-off. Oh, you are big fish now. Yeah, walked mm-hmm. off. You just, uh, hey, I'm done. Had I, I want to beat traffic. Yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. So it, you hung,
4: hung with all the beautiful people on a boat yesterday. What are you doing in Melbourne? Cha-ching.
0: Uh, no. You go to Melbourne for free. Do you know what I'm doing? What? What I'm told.
3: You're not going anywhere for well, free. What We're is no, this uh, then? Well, the Tab app,
0: well, I'll just say this. The Tab app is on the verge of a of relaunch. Right. Number one host so in the country. He does nothing for free.
3: Man. He does nothing for free.
0: Watch the space. Well, I'd the love to be like you, but I just travel around Australia.
4: Doing what I'm to to told. Watch your contracts. Yeah.
3: 60 days a year, is it? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> how many days off does he have? It's work. Mate. Mate. Same know, pay, less I don't pressure. know
4: anyone that hosts a program that's allowed to leave halfway through the program. <laughs> hey, I, 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 bit, I want a big
3: yeah, peak out. Yeah, I, I, yeah. No worries, mate. i it going the boat. shoulder. In the here. car. So you're you out of here. Who yep. we got? <laughs> oh, straight in the back seat. Oh. Driver.
0: Who, who's, who,
3: uh, who's filling your boots for two days? is yeah. great? Ryan Field and will be in the chair
0: for the next oh, two beautiful. days.
4: beautiful.
0: I know. Beautiful. I look forward to yeah. working with Field. Mm. Racing you know, tragic,
4: Ryan. footy tragic. Yeah, on Fox. Oh, Fox Sports years. many, many years ago. Yeah, as did I. Oh, I reckon that would have been about 15 years, 10 years, yeah. 10, 12
0: years. Late 2000s probably, Loss. Yes. Like yeah, 2008, reckon, 9, 8, 9, 10. 10, something like that. Yeah. Good man, it. Yeah. yeah, he's a beauty. Yeah, he'll be in for the next couple of days. So. You know what they say, Mido,
4: when you give someone an opportunity.
1: Well. <laughs> it happened yeah. to me yesterday.
4: You, you mightn't be back here. Well, Monday. I know the feels yeah, would true. never knife me, but you two, <laughs> well, you two would knife mate, me you, in a heartbeat. Mate, you walk out that door. <laughs> 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 My phone just <laughs> beep for oh, up. Uh, yeah. Dave Stanley, good morning. Morning, mate.
5: Mido. Morning, uh, gentlemen. Yes. How are we? How mate, are what, we this did you, what did
4: you think of yesterday? The walkout,
5: Dave? mate.
0: You know what? Thank you for covering for me. No, Dave, that's by all right, way. Mido. Really, um, you one for
5: that,
4: mate.
0: Uh, look, uh, what were I you think... surprised as like a professional, like oh,
4: Mido, look, just to get up know, and go and say I want to beat the traffic? I'll be on honest, on prior big, engagement.
5: Nothing surprises me anymore with the big sports breakfast, boys. You know, mm. you, you blokes just sort of run at your own, your own tune. But what I will say is uh, that some of the reports to come out of yesterday on what was the name of the boat, Mido the Jackson. The Jackson. Yeah. Um, I've heard that uh, there was a bit of, you know, a couple of eyes caught your eyes, Mido, as the M C of the event. And we know there was a lot of models and other people mm. on that particular boat. So is in his element you know swanning around yeah. on that boat. You know boat how you said you owed us one him? or you owed me one, Middle. Maybe mm. the owe, you could just tell us just, just invite us How, how now, you now, went, now, how'd now, you go? Now,
3: come Clark, he wasn't invited. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, where were you, Pup? Where mm. were you, Pup? In the morning I was mm. at school. <laughs> Oh, that's what you had something on, but yeah. Recital last on, night. I was. I'm doing surprised anything. you
5: didn't hang pull on. up beside yeah. him and go. You know, yeah, like like Paul Hogan with the sure. knife. You know, that's that's not a yeah, that's boat, not mate. That's a boat.
4: What about me and Stevie? We know where we, we are on the list, Dave. <laughs> oh mate, we're a Gendebien. We're a Gendebien in Queen Anne.
5: <laughs> 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 that's where they send lots of. i hotel. Uh,
4: yeah, we're not on the harbour. Yeah, we don't get the invites <laughs> of the big gigs. the harbour, and no. you know
5: why? But you know why. Uh, Loz, because if you go back to Darwin When they put us on that boat The tab made a boat that they put oh, in the middle of the track oh, That's right and, uh, I thought it was a real boat, yeah, we thought of it was a boat <laughs> So maybe maybe they just look at us And go look we might just sort of Separate the boys from the corporate world Yeah, Just in case Because uh, you know you know, you know yeah, There's a lot of important people on that boat yesterday oh, um, and, and any reports To come out Like I know J-Mac was there A couple of the other jockeys Paul Snowden, Mark Newnham spoke as well Mido
0: uh, yeah, you, you pretty much covered Gee, it are well, that distracted. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you, do you know what I am distracted by? Uh, I've just been, one of our listeners just pointed out, Foxy Cleopatra is now favourite, Simon, on yes. the text line. Ooh. And it's five, f- three horses at $5.50 yeah. for race two at Sandown today loss. What
5: is the report loss? Well, the report
0: is, mate, she sh- hopefully we're looking for her to run on. And a good each way bet. Now we, Clarky and I, listened to the report from Man, Trent Busden, and get it was pretty. on her uh, ability-wise, up to winning first up. She's fit, well, and happy. Uh, Blake Sheen would have ridden, but is suspended. So Mick D in the saddle uh, just wants to jump out and be comfortable, and hopefully be about midfield, peel wide, have a last crack, boom, each way bet. Okay. Mm. So you. Well, you're, I think it'll be a bit
4: short, Dave.
0: As in
5: distance-wise, distance. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good luck today, mate. Where are you going to watch the race?
4: Uh at good home? question, mate. I haven't even really thought about that.
5: And the other thing I was going to ask you too, does the does does the better half mm. in the family know as much about Floxy Cleopatra as we do?
4: Mm. No, no interest, really. No, no interest. No. But I'll tell you Til what. Till it, wins. Til it yeah, wins. Yeah, that's exactly right. That was what I was about to say. If yeah. it wins, she will be it all serves. over the horse. It then look serves. out.
3: She owns the percentage.
5: Yes. And why is it called Foxy Cleopatra? Well, we just don't know. I, well, don't, I'm don't, know. I don't know. Boston Powers. You not, have you not seen yeah.
3: Beyonce? Yeah. In that movie? Oh, she's she's a yeah, gold member. Mate. Yes. Smoking. Yes. That's, that's what right. she
4: was named after, but I don't know who gave her the name. I had no input into the name. Okay. But. Go well, the Fox. Well, mate, but she'll be she'll be a punner's favourite. <laughs> it's
3: just a, it's a sexy name. It's a sexy name. Ah, yeah. She'll be Potter's favourite if she wins.
4: Loz,
5: in all seriousness, mate, if you were down at the Northbridge Hotel and <laughs> you had about 4,000 scooters and a bloke come yeah. up to you and said, I'm going to back this, it's a sexy name, mate, you'd ask for him to be removed from the venue. What you but,
4: mate, you. Yeah, but Dave, <laughs> the population is made up 50% male, 50% female. Is that and true? And females... Is that true, yeah, though? Yes, it that? is. Yeah. Females would look at God. that and go, Foxy <laughs> Cleopatra. That's, you know and, and, you know, people that... that, that like I don't actually bet. think it is and they'll go, Mate, isn't it a
5: poker mm. machine? I don't, think it, is. Of the I don't think it
3: is 50-50
5: anyway. Mate, next you'll be in the this pokey one, room. <laughs> <laughs> next you'll be in the pokey room tapping the screen for the free <laughs> spin like oh, you've seen. Yes. Doing those ones. Stroking <laughs> the side of the machine going, come on, pay, pay. Uh, hey, today I'm Racing <laughs> HQ. Rob Archibald's going <laughs> to join us from Annabelle Nisham. Mitch Cohen, David Payne, Paul Snowden, Joe Pride, Ed Cummings, Peter Fitzgerald from Inglis, and Pat Webster as well throughout the morning in relation to racing mates. It's a huge racing HQ. Good luck today, Loz, uh, with your horse. Go, there. Loz. We'll see if Mark Go, Hunter is tipping te- 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 a little bit later on. Uh, have a good day, pup, and mid-o. Too, see Go, you the next Fox. Week. Go to Foxy. See you next week. Go Enjoy Fox. Melbourne, and he's got a spring in his step after that boat. Don't he, knife me, boys. He was uh, he yeah, in fine <laughs> form yesterday. Don't worry about that.